Hello everybody. Uh, so this is us, flagged offsite. We're trying a new thing today. Uh, we're a bunch of students from Chennai studying in Loyola College, and the common interest of our football has united us. And during this lockdown, we just we just been trying all these new things, and we started to do this uh, podcast of football. So oh. it's it's just gonna be some talking. You guys can hear hear it all. And so it's basically myself, Burhanuddin, and uh, I'm a Chelsea fan. I've been a Chelsea fan for the past ten uh, years, and uh, next I'll be introducing Abu. Hi everyone, uh, I'm Abu, and I'm a Manchester United fan, huge fan of Manchester United for the past ten to eleven years. So ten years solid. Uh, I love Manchester United, uh, and I proud to call myself as a, a Red Devil. And uh, I'll be passing it on to uh, Steven Mario, who's an Arsenal fan. Yeah, so, so I think hi guys. Now I think we'll be proud of Steven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Hi guys, I'm an Arsenal fan. Uh, I think I've been an Arsenal fan the past eleven to twelve years, alright. So yeah, my first like, I first started watching Arsenal when I was third standard, going strong till now. But results have been good, so <laughs> trust issues are coming up. Ah, we'll see. <laughs> Okay, so we'll just start oh. with our new thing. So we've just finished our international. Yeah, this is just a bunch of college students. We started talking about football in the back benches during class. So we just thought, why not make it a podcast and let people you know hear it and in- create interaction yeah. among us. Yeah, that's the basic idea of this thing. Yeah, and our and our motive is banter. So yeah, we'll be hearing a lot of banter here. Yes, so we'll also be giving you like F- FPL stuff also, so people can like. Yeah, I mean, there's a mix of there's a mix of everything. This is just a football podcast, and when it comes to talking about our favorite clubs, we'll obviously be biased. But yeah, uh, like, if there are any big fixtures coming up, we'll be neutral on that point. But yeah, so we're just giving. So basically, our podcast is just giving you stuff about uh, like upcoming fixtures and the previous fixtures and all. So we're in November right now. So just now, the international break is just just now got over. So boys, what do you think about the international break? Yeah, bro. Having an international break during an international pandemic is, I think, stupid <laughs> because like people are traveling here and there. They want to make players travel. Covid tests, everything is there now. From an Arsenal it's... point of view, two two players got tested neg- uh, positive for Covid. Elneny and Kolasina. <laughs> hey, Elneny, I saw yesterday some. Oh, his second test also came positive, no? Elneny's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. That is Salah. Salah's second test also came positive. Salah. Oh, Salah is uh, gone. So yeah, for FPL update, Salah is out. So yeah, Salah's out. Salah, yeah. Salah owners. Yeah, I think he's a costliest and uh, one of the most bought players, no? Yes, no boy. So yeah, uh, first of all, so we've been using the Discord to communicate. So we have our Discord nicknames. So Abu will be called uh, Dope Boy. We refer to him as Dope Boy, and Burhan. You can call me Burhan. Like you guys can, whatever you guys want to call me. Burhan or Kruyu, and uh, me. Yeah, you can refer to me as Steven or El Drago. Yeah, Steven or El Drago is fine. No. So, uh, so what are you saying, Da? Loser words. So I even yeah. you can even call El Drago loser, whatever you want. He's an Arsenal fan, so you don't you don't mind him. Okay. So the thing is, uh, FPL uh, say that half of the Liverpool team is out. So. Basically, don't have any local players in your team. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah especially the defenders. Or uh, you, I think Steven, you have uh, Trent, right? Yeah, yeah. I sold him off. Sold him off. Sold yeah. Off so and uh, uh, apparently Germany lost six uh, nil to Spain uh, during the 
international yeah yeah i saw to to tony cruz got the beating he deserved what what do you think was it because ozil wasn't there or oh super yeah i mean ozil was really yeah ozil was really like huge part of the team like in creating and moving forward but i know i i watched the highlights like germany was really bad yeah so there. was it ozil or was it or was it obama yang who like like getting yeah yeah obama yang commenting on cruz yeah got got him got into his mind Yeah, Tony Cruz. Yeah, Tony Cruz oh, made Spain win. Oh. Wow, bro! Six oh, goals. Yeah. Wow, suddenly, easy. suddenly, what happened was like Morata became like some world class striker and team owner was. Morata, one more game. Fernando Torres, no city player. Fernando Torres. Yeah, fun fact about Fernando Torres. FPL update. Fernando Torres is like really cheap or something. I'll just let you guys know the price. Yeah, really but he doesn't start for City, so buying him is. Who, yeah, City. Who are they playing? Oh, we'll get back. We'll get to that later. Chill. Yeah, we'll get to we'll the other thing that is very bad about the international break is already the season is very compressed. That is, they're playing matches every week, and we have the Champions League in the middle. And to have an international break with such a small season and a compressed season doesn't make sense. You can see yes. players falling out to simple and stupid injuries, which they wouldn't fall out during a normal yeah, season. Exactly. Yes, agreed. And also, like players, see, distance also matters, right? Because uh, see, if you're traveling Europe, it's to an extent it's fine but see some players who who, who traveling to brazil and argentina they coming back jet lag and all of that is there oh yeah yeah, so, yeah. oh i have been travel to dubai during yeah. i don't know I, i guess he's not playing for brazil no so i think as a oh, holiday yeah. to dubai <laughs> ah holiday i think he achieved something big is going on holiday yo play that match against aston villa bro pa oh gg bro you need to be the right you need to be the right Chelsea, pay, we paid zero 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 pounds for him, but I still feel we're robbed, bro. <laughs> good, good movie content. Ah, uh, uh, one more it. thing. This thing. Uh, dope. What about that? Uh, Sergio Deste. Something in uh, all you were telling. Yeah. So like, uh, we have this section. Yeah, guys, guys, talk about it. This is the tweet of the week, guys. Okay, this is the tweet of the week. Okay, we're choosing something for tweet of the week. Okay, so. We have this. We have this special section called. Uh, the tweet of the week so we bring the taste craziest tweets uh, from twitter and uh, we just banter about it so this week what caught our uh, attention was sergio deste he is like predicting usa usa to win the 2026 uh, world cup i mean like uh, i think he is predicting for the women to win the world cup because us wins trash and uh, what to say yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't even win their copa america they can't win against hey, the hey, one doubt don't win world cup don't yeah. doubt bro Do do USA like do USA get invited for the Copa America thing? No, yeah, right? All of, yeah, all they do, they do, they do. Yeah. They don't. They, they do. Don't, they do. They don't. They they, they don't. Uh, see, this is some see, information uh, we need to work on, and we'll get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> so, get, so we'll Sergio Deste should really focus on getting invited to a tournament first, <laughs> rather than telling all this nonsense. Yeah. I mean, he plays for Barcelona, so. Has is he played for Barcelona? Has he featured for Barcelona yet? I haven't seen him play, bro. Last Yo, United, was... yeah, yeah. USA play for the Copa America, bro. They they've gone to the semi final and all. They yeah, lost to Argentina four nil. Okay, so I remember now. See, it's like there's this Conem ball that that South American association is there. No, I don't know how to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. there are only ten teams. But every year they they invite two other teams. Mexico and USA have been the most. Like frequent visitors to that team. Oh, uh, to, okay. To so they they after see apart from those ten teams they invite two more two more teams 
mainly it's usa or mexico and any other they even i saw they even invite asian teams sometimes or united uh, european teams but uh, this is some fact yeah, i need to work, we need to work on like i'm not very sure yeah but going back to the international break something like uh, bizarre happened so northern ireland wanted to enter uh, the euro 2020 but they got relegated from the nations league uh, because romania were awarded a win over norway because a person tested positive in norway and norway Ooh. couldn't play the game against romania and without even playing a game i mean they had a chance <laughs> like in norway norway had a good team now if norway had won over romania northern ireland had a chance of not to get rele- relegated from the nations league but yes. sadly corona coronavirus found its victim even i saw this one about this co- co- some covid nonsense like croatia played one game and half time one guy got positive tested and he ah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they cancel off the game because he got positive, bro. That's stupid, ready. I mean, like I understand the logic behind it only. I mean, when a player takes a test, they have to wait for the test yeah, to come back to the negative. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, 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 bro. See, this yeah, is why in bro, uh, it is fucked up, bro. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Your your test is coming half time while the game is playing. That's <laughs> stupid. You shouldn't even be shouldn't even be allowed to play. Stupid. Yeah. I don't know what Croatia were thinking, but I don't. I'm hopefully yeah, Kovacic yeah. is like a Chelsea player from Croatia, so. I hope I hope he's fine. He's bad. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that that was the only reason I was sponsored. Or else for Croatia, like. I mean, the international break has like we we be moving on to PL right now. So so oh, the international yeah. break has brought about like two injuries for us. Like Anthony Martial has a back problem. I mean, does it really matter? He doesn't have a shot on target. Like what what does it matter? Yeah. Back problem or headache, whatever. So then yeah, Lindelof. Lindelof. Yeah. Yeah, about Martial, this thing. I I was watching that France game earlier this week and yes. Martial was like too good on fire. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Pogba plays the best for France. I mean, what does he do for United? Yeah. So, the so next uh, next segment like uh, everyone is like we'll be talking about our own clubs, about the upcoming fixtures and all the news you need to know about the next PL match week. So, dope you can continue. So, then the next thing to look out is uh, Lindelof. Lindelof also did not feature for Sweden since he had a back problem. So we have two injuries. I mean, Lindelof. Lindelof was a starter. I think uh, Tuan Zibe would be starting. Uh, so next, uh, Alexis Telles. The good news is that Alexis Telles has uh, tested negative for COVID. Yeah. So he would be available. I mean, uh, then. So who are you all playing first of all? So uh, yeah, moving on to our fixtures. So this week we are going to play West Bromwich uh, Albion. So West Bromwich Albion. West last Bromwich. we played. Last we played them was in 2018. then they got uh, demoted to the championship and they've come back now so some fun facts moving before i talk about the fixture uh, fun facts about united obviously we create a, create history every week so we have considered the most goals in premier league nothing to be surprised after the 6-1 bad trip to tottenham uh, we have a very poor home record we have lost three out of four games against uh, three out of four games at home uh, we have the worst defense we failed to score in the last three home games um, and uh, <laughs> one more fun fact is that west brom have won last three away games in united so Ooh. i think west ham has a west brom which albion has an upper hand uh, over us i mean uh, so what i want from united is a more spirited performance uh, also last week ole was under fire we had a very good performance bruno scoring a brace and yeah i don't did. understand that like whenever ole's lo- job is the, on the line or something you guys like play like some yeah. Yeah, yeah. team of like, ole's like, job on the line players start running 
it's like uh, Buran or uh, Elrago, they'll obviously know. When we have English submissions at 11.59, at 11.50, we become these English professors. We start writing, come on. We do, we do Shakespeare level English and submit it and get our marks. Same thing yeah. with Ole. He's like, okay, what are they going to do? They're not going to be kick me out. I'm a United legend. He yeah, but like see, that. if you see like that, now, compared, see, I'll just give you some tactical information. Was that like the previous game uh, before the like the last yeah. game of United? You guys played like very sloppy football, and suddenly in one week you guys were like proper. Yeah, like, I, I don't get it. The transition is like completely... the transition was very very good. I don't yeah. know some training somewhere uh, somebody. One thing I want to say is I'm happy that you called it football. So, <laughs> like sloppy football, Istanbul. What? See, we won against PSG. It's Istanbul, Basaksehir. We won against Leipzig. So I noted is that. Uh, United play uh, play well against teams which uh, which play a high line of defense and which attack a lot. So we are very good at our counter. So when teams sit and block like they like block, they park their buses. We're very hard to break because we don't have creativity. Like Ole's tactic yeah, is just on that note. On that note. On that note. Okay. On that note. While we were playing Arsenal, Arsenal played a high line. <laughs> Arsenal played a high line. Arsenal dominated in the game. Still, you guys lost. See, I, I know the penalty. I, I know it's just a one-nil win, but still, Arsenal were dominating the uh, the match that day. See, Arsenal did play high line. United had only like two, two, chances. United. Yeah, that was not counter. It, it, it was see, not counter attack chances. Arsenal have been playing bad only, but during that United game, they actually showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing and, is, like, Arteta had, had a good chance. Tactics right. Yeah, Arteta had got his tactics right. And the midfield of Elneny and Partey, they were they won us the game because they were really really pivotal in like oh, blocking it. Blocking it. But I like to say something. Okay, so statistics from the game. I just like to put it out. We had more shots than Arsenal. We had more possession than Arsenal. We had more passes and pass accuracy than Arsenal. We had more uh, corners than Arsenal. Yeah, that, is, that is because in the second you, had, half, you had you, had, you guys yeah. had more money on the field than Arsenal. Yeah, we had we have an 80 million slab. At what do you want? Yeah, yeah, 80 million. Uh, wow. Harry Maguire, fridge, bro. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, dope. Are you done with your United insights? Uh, so then what I'm what I'm expecting from United this week is a solid performance against uh, West Brom. I think uh, from what I'm predicting, the score would be a two-nil or three-one comfortable win. Yeah, like I would like if they had. A, I would yeah, like yeah. if they have a clean sheet. Uh, yeah. It would like boost the morale of the team, and I would like to see. Uh, uh, Pogba playing some role. I don't want to see him substituted, and I also want Van de Beek starting. I don't want stu- uh, stupid Fred to play. Uh, he's he's in shambles, <coughs> playing very well uh, for his role. And uh, yeah, that's it for United. I just want them to win. Uh, I, uh, then moving on to the most interesting picture of the week would be Leeds United and Arsenal. Leeds are back from their Championship days, and they are strong under Mar- how many years? Nope. How many years? Twenty years. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. This Bielsa is having a new revolution over there. Yeah, yeah, but but they've been on a bad form. They they lost the last two games, right? What bad form? They've been on a good form only. Yeah, as right, far right. as I know, like they 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 they're fifteenth in the know. league. The fifteenth the league. Yeah, Bradford has been having a relationship. He's been scoring a lot of goals. Um, uh, but so, so the, yeah, in the, the previous result, you can, yeah. Yeah, you can go ahead with your Arsenal insights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the 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 they lost four one to Leicester and four one to Crystal Palace again. So they've oh, been on a bad. What was that hat trick game then of Bamford? 
hat-trick game of Bamford. That was, I guess, against Aston Villa. They won 3-0. People, people are like hat-trick Bamford. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, talking about Arsenal, I mean, I have home. <laughs> I have no like, motivation or confidence that Arsenal will put up a performance against Leeds. I mean, international breaks come around, we'll see what happens. Maybe after I can turn around. I just want a good, solid performance from Arsenal. I mean, their spine isn't strong yet. What about Partey? How is he doing? How is he fitting? Yeah, I mean, Partey is fitting well, but the people around him aren't. Like, Partey <laughs> has transitions, transitioned kind of good, but I wouldn't say he's as best yet. I mean, at the end of the game, he was as best. He, like, dominated the whole game. He pocketed both Rashford, Pogba, like, he pocketed all of... But there was two weeks, like, like there was two weeks, no, three weeks ago now. So, Leicester games been there. We performed really bad that day. What happened? What went wrong in that Aston Villa game? I was Aston Villa game. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll I'll tell exactly what Aston Villa did. They caught us on the break, and our defense and our midfield performed really, really, really bad that day. They caught I, us on the break. I, I heard goals, that Ross they caught us on the break. Ross Barkley. Yeah, Ross Barkley was toying with the defense. I don't know what holding was doing there. So for the first goal, oh my god, I don't know what holding was doing there. He was literally toying with a defense. I mean, you yeah, can I mean, see right? yeah, yeah, we can see the three. Yeah, fat play to Aston Villa. played really well that year. Yeah, yeah they, really they managed really to beat Liverpool only, bro, with that high margin. So, yeah, I mean, 7 2, no? Yeah. And that was the proper Liverpool squad, not the dumb squad like yeah, what they yeah, have exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. The proper Liverpool, Liverpool I'm, squad, just, yeah. I'm just, I don't even know, rest my case on the team, what's going to happen this week. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, top. who, yeah, like, can we list out the team right now? Alisson. We'll get, we'll get to the other fixtures later, no? Yeah, I like to add yeah, a contact okay. before we go to the next picture. Um, and since this is related to one of our, uh, it's related to Cruyus club. So the thing is that Chelsea, only Chelsea, have won more away games than Aston Villa at the Emirates. Like Chelsea have won five games at the Emirates, and Aston Villa are four. So I don't know which is the best club in North London. Maybe Chelsea, maybe Aston Villa. I don't know. I leave, to, I leave that to you guys. See, I don't know about North London. They can fight it out between Spurs and Arsenal, but I can tell you the whole the whole of London is uh, painted blue. So, uh, so El, El Rago, do you need anything? You have to add no, anything no, more? No, no, I think. You know, I wanted to add something about uh, Arsenal. Was that yeah, what is happening? Too. What is happening with Obama Yang? <laughs> what? And Laka Ah, 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 I'll tell you. you no, I'll, I'll tell you exactly. Obama I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you yeah. exactly what's happening. Okay. Ball's not going to them, no creativity in the club. And Arteta wants to shun out completely. See, I'll tell you what yeah. problem is. Arteta, see, Obama is an out-and-out striker, bro. So, he should be starting up. Yeah, yeah, he no, should be no, playing down no, the middle. No, and, no huh? compromise. He should be starting Yeah, up but there. the thing is, uh, I guess against Man City, right? He was down the middle, but he himself came, up, came down to the left. I guess he's more used to the position now. I don't know. I think it's more than Arteta. I think personally, he wants to play on the left and come down the middle, but it's not working out for him. I personally feel... That's so, you're telling it's his personal him. choice. He wants to go down the left. Yeah, but against Man City, he was down the middle. In the team sheet, he was named down the middle. But, like, most of the match, he wasn't. Or, like, like he floated out to the left wing. I don't know what was up there, but... So, is that working out? No, no, right? No, no, no. That, that was working out last season. I mean, most of last season, he played on the left. But this season, I don't think so. Because creativity in the Arsenal team is, like, really, really bad. We're, I think statistically, so, we're, we're, we're the second most or third most 
third least creative team in the league so crucial So yeah. In yeah, Sabayos like, is yeah. kind of a good player but honestly Sabayos is good but I feel that his back passes are, like really slow the momentum down. Uh about the the and, and, what is Okay yeah. But, but I like to add from the Aston Villa and Arsenal game I mean uh Ole Watkins uh very very solid performance uh, I think you should have an eye on him very upcoming ex- youngster and obviously Jack Grealish what a man doing it for both England and uh, Aston Villa uh, I think he's one of the best players Agreed. in Premier League Agreed. if not the best second best high, third best player high time field. high time high time Southgate started him as first team in the first yeah team. yeah he played no yeah he, I, I, I mean he only did the no I think he believes in Ster- like Sterling was the first choice but unfortunately I think yeah, Sterling is also injured I think so so yeah he was chosen yeah. Sancho See, and, moving on moving on next we have uh, ஒன்ஸ்ட்ரீ till now so we are like the highest scoring team in the league and uh, we can see we have been conceding less compared to last year uh, because the addition of the new goalkeeper edward mendy he's been on fire and injury updates uh, is that uh, kai havertz is still positive covid test i don't think so he'll be returning for saturday uh, pulisic i don't know bro he's been you guys know right that pulisic came he he, he sat on the bench and he got injured again True. When, when? Yeah. yeah. See, I'll tell you. Played against that. Uh, who did yeah. he play? Burnley, right? Yeah, Burnley. I think he came. No, I, he didn't come. He didn't come. He was injured only. So what happened? No, last last season, last game, Arsenal FA Cup. Uh, we'll just talk about the injuries. <coughs> so, uh, Pulisic. Uh, oh, last Pulisic, year. La, la, okay, last season. FA Cup final. Yeah, talk about the FA Cup final. Oh yeah. yeah Pulisic. Yeah. Pulisic. <laughs> Pulisic. So talking about Pulisic last season he pulled his hamstring in the final against Arsenal then he was out for the the majority of the uh, transfer window then he came back uh, let me remember he came back in a Champions League substitute as a Champions League substitute and from there on he played he played one full game and another Champions League game he got subbed on and from and again he got injured i don't know why so he was in so what happened was he was in uh, Uh, warm up against the burnley game 
and he just pulled out from the squad before the game started and uh, Timo Werner was replaced. And yes, sir, that, that's with Pulisic's news. And one more thing is that Thiago Silva may, may, I just read it somewhere, may not be available for tomorrow's game as he travelled to Brazil and he can, he can like, uh, he can be, he's like, he's old right now. So, he, Lampa is like managing him very, very closely and he may be like jet lagged or something. So, what I expect from Chelsea is like, uh, obviously a win because the form has been good. But due to the absence of Thiago Silva, the defence may tend to shake. But uh, plus, Chilwell also was uh, sub- subbed off during the England game. And hopefully, he's alright for Saturday. And uh, yeah, a win should be good. Clean sheet is a must. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it about Chelsea. So, Kruyu, I have a question for you. I just came across this fact. So, yeah, it yeah. says that uh, Newcastle have just lost one of their last seven Premier League home games against Chelsea. That goes with a solid five wins and a draw. Uh, winning this fi- exact fixture last season uh, with a 90th minute goal. So, yes. what do you think about this? Like, you have a lower hand when it comes to going to Newcastle. And Newcastle yeah. is always said to be one of the toughest away fixtures due to their yes. big stadium. Uh, I mean, St. James I, Park is I, huge. I, and there are a lot of fans coming in supporting them and without yeah, no fans I can, I can exactly tell you yeah so what happened yeah you're right because Newcastle have a whole city behind them all right they are the only club in their city so they have the whole city behind them so they, they their fan bases are like like too good so that's when last last year what happened I exactly remember with the 90th minute goal the fans were the 12th man as as everyone can suspect so this year we might have an advantage over uh, the the team as the fans aren't there in the stadium and uh, hopefully we'll be able to win it and plus we have a better squad than last season also so yeah mainly it'll be the fans the absence of the fans yeah i mean uh, there's the other fact also that chelsea are unbeaten in six premier league games like ah, only spurs yeah. unbeaten with like seven seven yeah uh, yeah, that should be the main. See, the form is really good, as I told before. Form has been really good, but see, this is the Premier League, so anything can happen right now. And see, basically, we are the favorites, no doubt. Even you'll agree, Chelsea have are the favorites for this fixture. But you can't see. Steve Bruce is a good manager, and uh, he knows the Premier League. He knows. He knows. As so, so does Frank Lampard. But to see on paper, Chelsea is the better team, and and our favorites to win. And having that uh, record of six unbeaten games in the Premier League, as well as we, we like some eleven games unbeaten, you know, including Champions sad. League and all that. So, so yeah, it should be should be an easy fixture for us. But this this international break, maybe some some players come out fatigued. Even for United, no, like yeah. everyone, most of them are gone for the break, right? Yes, yes. Even like yeah, Pogba is gone. Bruno went. Yeah, same uh, thing. Yeah. Timo Werner went. Yeah, everyone is gone. Ingolo Kante also went. So yeah, it should be it should yeah. be a it should be a tough yeah. fixture only. I'm just, I'm not saying it's an easy fixture. It should be a tough fixture, but Chelsea should uh, go through with this one. I'm not uh, overloading you guys with facts, but one thing I like to say is because uh, Newcastle have the, had the lowest shots on uh, shots in the Premier League this season. They have only 64 shots, and uh, they only scored 10 goals. So, mm-hmm. they have a short conversion rate of 15.6%. That is, this is their highest record in a single top flight campaign. That is, the, it's the irony that they have the lowest shots, but they have the highest shots on target. That is, they have 
scored 10 goals they have a conversion rate of 15.6% and um, i mean they take fewer shots but they score those shots so with edward mundy uh, this would will this make be see, a difference if they if united see what you call uh, newcastle united have the lowest shot conversion shot rate in the but if kepa are starting in goal i would like give them all the goals like all the shots go into goals i would say that but but now as as edward mendy is back and all that so he's expected to be living up to his name like you know right he's been having these clean sheets and all that record yeah he's been a very 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 good on our team right i think nine clean sheets in a row i'm not very sure not nine and all some five no, or six only including uh, club and country i guess i'm not sure oh, uh, oh i'm not sure then yeah maybe yeah maybe he's he like he's been good so far at least yeah. at least a better upgrade than kepa bro yeah. i could anything is an upgrade to kepa yeah so yeah and yeah about that uh, dope yeah so they have a uh, mendy has an upper hand with that uh, thing but see now as tiago silva is injured he's like a backbone to our backline uh but we have backups good backups like tony rudiger and christensen so hopefully we will win this out so uh we'll go back to eldrago so eldrago i have a question here so uh arsenal are playing leeds this weekend arsenal are playing away they they play leeds at their home and uh, leeds have been in a pretty very poor run of form uh leeds are winless in the last seven meetings with arsenal's uh, arsenal and uh, leeds lost 4-1 last game to leicester so does this boost your chances of winning the game and what do you think you know, in that regard we lost 3-0 to aston villa so i would say two two, two teams on a bad run of form is going so personally as an arsenal fan i don't have like confidence going into the game since the transfer like no, the transfer the international break is done now We'll see. Maybe Arteta can get his players more focused, get the tactics right. On that day, you can't beat Arsenal if Arteta has the tactics right. Beating Arsenal isn't a easy, easy, easy job. So, yeah. so we'll be moving on to our next segment. So the next segment would be uh, pictures of the week. That is, we'll be yeah, talking yeah. about the pictures you have to look out for this week, and uh, we'll also be talking about the underrated picture of the week. So, okay, today, once again, have... dope, one doubt, dope. So does this this is like uh, do we talk about the other leagues as well or only the Premier League? We only talk about Premier League. We would uh, we would like you guys to tell us whether you want us to speak about the other leagues because we yeah. also watch a lot of uh, world football. We watch the La Liga, we watch the Serie A, we watch the Bundesliga. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want, we can even talk about ISL. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, bro, I, bro, I, yeah, I, I totally support our. Yeah. I totally support yeah. our local clubs, bro. Like. Suppose somewhat in the past five years, we've been having a good yeah football culture in India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, football culture in India was really bad, but ISL has really coming up. ISL, yeah, yeah, yeah. ISL has. I really remember changed. watching yeah. like following diehard ISL in the first two three seasons. Yeah, first two three seasons. I think I guess that Mendoza, Ella, no. Yeah, the Chennai FC. Yeah, we. So moving on to the next segment in our podcast, we'll be talking about pictures of the week. We'll be splitting this into two. We'll be giving you pictures that you need to watch. It's a must-watch, and uh, we'll be also giving you the underrated picture of the week, where you can see interesting football tactics being played on teams which are very tactically solid. So, two pictures you need to watch out for this week are two big fishes going head to head. It will be Tottenham and it will be Man City, and the second picture would be Liverpool uh, going ahead head-on with uh, Leicester. 
So the fixture I'm looking forward to this week is Tottenham versus City. Both of them playing a very good brand of football with Mourinho going against Motamama uh, Pep. Uh, so <laughs> something I like to tell you about this uh, uh, fixture is uh, only Chelsea have ma- have uh, Manchester City only against Chelsea have Manchester City lost more Premier League games than they have versus Tottenham. So Manchester City have lost against Chelsea 26 times. And Manchester City have lost against Tottenham 24 times. I know these facts uh, don't apply for the uh, era after uh, Pep started, but still an interesting fact. So I would like to hear yeah. your opinion through you on this picture. Yeah. So, so the match match is a Saturday night match, 20, 11 o'clock match. So you can all watch it out Saturday night, Sunday holiday. And about the tactics, see, Mama tactics are like the bus tactics. So we all already know. And uh, see, City, yeah. as we know, is an attacking team. They'll attack till they die. And uh, about uh, Tottenham, see, they, they're, I think, second in the table. Yeah, yeah, they're second in the table. So they'll be obviously looking to go front f- top of the table with Leicester playing Liverpool and having that battle to go front. And, yeah, and uh, Liverpool also have a bad team. So this is the best opportunity for Tottenham to capitalize yeah. on that. But still, yeah. their opponent is, is, not, is a formidable four. But I personally feel that, uh, I mean, being an Arsenal fan, I should hate Tottenham. But having Bale, Son and Kane in their attack, is, hey, I want uh, to be good to I watch. Think, hey, hello. Yeah, yeah, one second. Yeah. I think Bale is injured. Huh? I just know, I just know, like, a few days back, I read. I think Bale is, he? Bale, Bale is off. Yo, I mean, I, I want to see that uh, duo, the trio clicking. Yeah, the, the I mean. trio, yeah. Uh, yeah, especially yeah. against City with that. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge Bale fan. So in, in, in the early days, the pace he used on his right wing was was like yeah, un- incomparable. And the way they treated him and the way they kicked him out of the club was like really bad. Yeah, mm. that was a really bad thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I, yeah. I think he scored a goal for Spurs. No, his performance hasn't been that great. I mean, he's not, he, he, he's not played for a long time. So, we need time for his transition to happen. So... Yeah, but the thing is, Mourinho's tactics are pack the bus and attack the attack on the counter. I mean, Bale suited for that. Son also has that pace coming down the left. He has a strict up his sleeve too. So, and City yeah, defensively be, can yeah. be at times really bad. So it's really interesting. Like, it's a battle of City attacking and Tottenham catching them on the break. So, like, to yeah, put it, it short, be a great, great picture. Yeah. And, practically, uh, like it, it's it's more of a practical battle between Pep and Mourinho, whoever gets the tactic rights and like the players performing in them the game. Yes, absolutely. So we go back to Dope uh, about the next fixture. So moving on to the next uh, big fixture of this week, will be uh, Liverpool will be playing Leicester. Uh, so Leicester, a very strong team. Liverpool, a very strong team. But now Liverpool have many injuries. Uh, they look a bit depleted. So moving on, uh, I'll be talking about uh, two facts which came up, which I came across. Liverpool are unbeaten in the last nine home Premier League games against Leicester. So they have won seven games and drawn two. Uh, so this was uh, at a time when Brendan Rodgers was a ma- manager of uh, Liverpool, and uh, Leicester have only won just won two of the last sixteen Premier League meetings with Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool have a massive, I mean, massive uh, lead over uh, Leicester when it comes to head to head. Uh, when it comes to their head-to-head. So, moving on, uh, I want Eldrago, I want your perspective on Liverpool playing Leicester. How will this match play out? 
with two very strong teams, two very tactically strong managers, very attacking teams. How do you think it will play out? Keep in mind, Leicester have a 4-1, had a 4-1 win over uh, Leeds last game. So keeping keeping that in mind, uh, and Liverpool having a very tight game against Manchester City, how do you think this uh, fixture will play out? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. My points on that fixture will be that Liverpool currently have like have lost half of their team, so they have a really bad team going into that. But Klopp is an astounding manager. He managed to win the Champions League and the Premier League last season. Dominated the Premier League. He is still. I think Liverpool are top this season also. So it'll be a fun game to watch. I mean, Mane is there. Is Diago Jota available? Is he also gone? I think he's there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jota. Jota is now really good form recently. I think he scored a hat trick in the Champions League also. So it'll be a fun game to watch. I mean, Leicester obviously they have their run. They beat us. They beat Arsenal one nil. Uh, the previous match week and like no, the previous match week they won against uh, Leeds, right? Yeah, Leeds. And the previous match, the match week before that, they beat Arsenal. So it'll. <laughs> On the cards, it says Leicester, but we'll have to see once the game comes in. So, so before moving on through you, through you's opinion, I'd like to just add one fact because it involves Chelsea. So, yes. Liverpool have just kept one clean sheet in the last 13 Premier League games. That is, they are defensively solid. Uh, conceding in each of the last six at home in the competition. So, the last clean sheet they kept was 2-0 at Chelsea. Uh, so, one more so, fact is that only promoted sides... Uh, Leeds and West Brom have conceded more goals than reigning champions so far this term. So, Liverpool are as bad as uh, Leeds and West Brom, which are newly promoted uh, defensively. So, what is your take on uh, what is your take on this crew? You and I like to ask you one question: uh, Do you think this, will this will this be a very high-scoring fixtures? Will uh, will we see a lot of goals or will you see a, a, a stalemate? And what is your prediction for this fixture? So, yeah, about that uh, fixture against Chelsea, 2-0-1. So, that game was only Kepa's mistake. Only, like, the second goal was gifted by Kepa to Mane. And at that time, the whole of our, the new signings were just trying to get to know each other. And we didn't have Silva. We didn't have Chilwell back. We didn't have Mendy. And that's why that 2-0 loss was there. But after that, Liverpool have been conceding. As you know, that the first game week, if you guys remember, it was Liverpool versus Leeds and it was like a mad fixture. You guys remember, huh? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the Leeds scored, then yeah. Liverpool scored and like 4-3 or something the score yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 adding to your points on Kepa, <laughs> most of the time, I don't even see, see him trying to make an attempt to save at least. Like he's just standing still. Bro, yeah. Kepa, I understand the reason I, behind we'll that. Have, we'll have a separate podcast on Kepa, bro, in the future. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that that's a whole 40 minute topic so yeah so about the other question what was that a high scoring fixture i i might say it won't be a high scoring fixture see so basically it's base, it's only due to liverpool because liverpool have a very very bad defense and so hence they'll be fully trying to park it okay all right and they'll be trying some other tactics with the this new in, in this new makeshift defense so I'm gonna say it'd be a stalemate, and just like an, it might be a one-goal game and uh, like a 90th minute goal and all that. And uh, predictions, I'm I think I'll I'm 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 going with Leicester only only because very very fun fact. Liverpool have their 
unbeaten home run for the past two years, right? Yes, yes, yes. And I want, for God, yeah. Yeah. please, Lester, beat them yeah, at yeah. home. We, please, we I can't. That, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I just looked up yesterday. Like we, I'm just I was just curious, and I looked up. Is it a home game or an away game? I was happy as fuck because it was an, a home game for Liverpool. And please, God, Wardy and everyone, please be fit and please battle them at home. And oh. uh, yeah, yeah well, that, that's it for now. And I think the next uh, thing, uh, 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 dope, you can. So uh, moving on to dope. So. Ending with Buran saying, for the love of God, Lester, please beat Liverpool. So, moving on to the next uh, thing, we, we have the next underrated picture of the week. No, uh, you guys must have guessed it must be Leeds United and Arsenal, two small teams. No, no, no. We have the other two teams playing. We have Wolves and Southampton, two underrated fixtures. I'm saying this because Southampton uh, are being playing a very good brand of football. I mean, they last, lost 9-0 to Leicester last season and the way they've come, uh, it's very uh, good. The, the way they're playing is very good. But uh, last season surprises, uh, Wolves are playing a bit uh, trash this season. Uh, that's like how would I I would put. Uh, so they've lost three matches. They've only won four matches. Uh, so Wolves are a little bit shaky. You think South I... solid fourth position with five wins and two losses. Uh, so I yeah. How this be played about through uh, you? What do you think about this picture? Yeah, you think they've been playing bad football? Like they've been? I think they have. Wait, let me. Yeah, this, their stats have been really good, man. Like are they like top? Yeah, of the I wouldn't call it a bad football for you, but yeah, they were. They, they. They. I. I don't think they have hit the heights that they did last season. I mean, yeah, last so season see, was a they have. They are. They are. They are placed ninth in the Premier League, and like they've lost three games and won four games. So yeah, like. It's okay, yeah. Not a bad stat, not a good stat, but uh, it, it's a, it should be a good fixture. And what what are yeah, your predictions? Uh, Eldrago, I would like you for you to say the predictions. Yeah. Uh, I'll go for a two-one to Southampton because their defense has been solid recently. And and uh, fun fact: bring in FP, bring in the FPL segment here. Mr. Card is a really good option for you. In the defense, I mean. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that segment in a bit. Uh, yeah. I think I I might favor uh, Wolves of winning this game, and uh, I uh, personally I feel this will be a high intensity draw played out, and maybe a one 0 win to Southampton, uh, one yeah. creative chance, and that may lead to a goal. So moving on to the next segment, we'll be going over predictions. So first, uh, Crew will be talking about his predictions for the Chelsea match. Then uh, El Drago will be talking about. The Arsenal match and myself, uh, Dope, will be talking about the uh, United match. Then we'll be talking about the other uh, big six. We'll be talking about Liverpool's prediction, City's prediction, uh, uh, Everton's prediction, and uh, Tottenham's prediction. We also include Leicester this time. I mean, they're part of big six for the past yeah. few years. So, moving on to crew, you, what do you think will be Chelsea's score line and who should we look out for uh, in the Chelsea's team? Yes. So, yeah, good, good thing. Uh, so I'm, I'm a Chelsea fan. So obviously I'm going with my team. Uh, I'll be saying a three-nil victory to Chelsea, uh, even though it's an away game. Uh, but we'll be going with a three-nil. And the most prolific player you should be looking out for is Hakim Ziyech, and he's been on a good run of form. 
and he's even on the international break he's been doing some magic of his own scoring two and assisting two and he's been he's been involved in every game he plays and uh, yeah so hakim ziek is the one to look out for so thank you guran uh, i hope chelsea win okay so steven mario uh, what do you, how do you think arsenal's match is going to be played out what are your predictions and who should we look out for who's going to give us that solid performance uh, either in leeds or in arsenal it's your your go yeah okay so i'll be talking from an arsenal point of view uh leeds have also been on a bad form arsenal as you know they lost 3 3 to arsenal villa at home so arsenal and leeds both are on a run of bad form since we're playing leeds at home i'll give the advantage to leeds and say that we lose 2-1 i mean i don't want to be too uh skeptical but still i don't think personally but Arda can't change the team around. He has, he has, he has shown that in, in his previous fixtures. So, if he is able to pull out a miracle, Arsenal fans will be happy once again. Uh, for the player to look out for, I would say Pepe. He's been on a really good form this, this this season. I mean, even though Arsenal have been on a bad form, he's personally performed really well. But yeah. Arda hasn't started him. I think he started brilliant over Aston Villa, and he came on in the Aston Villa game when you were losing one nil, and. Most people didn't notice, but he played really well for the five, the five minutes until Aston Villa scored the second goal. So after that, the whole team's performance was bad. So he couldn't really much. He couldn't really do much. So Pepe is a really good player who who you should look out for. Thank you, El Drago, for your prediction. Uh, thank you, El Drago, for your predictions. Uh, I hope Pepe starts over uh, the depleted Villian. Talking about United this week, we're playing against West Brom, which I'll win. So I would call this a tricky picture because we have a very bad home record. We haven't been that solid at home and that solid defensively. We have conceded many goals. We have conceded a lot, and we have also lost to Istanbul. But uh, we come back from a win at Everton, a very strong Everton team. Uh, Ancelotti's, I mean Ole won Ole's tactics over Ancelotti's tactics, and. We be, we are playing a, a low block, solidly defensive team, and we lack a lot of creativity. So I hope uh, Bruno Van de Beek, Pogba, whoever is starting, pull some strings, uh, make those uh, create, have those creative shoes on, uh, make us uh, help us have openings and scoring chances. So I would like to go with a two nil or a three one win to United. Uh, I'm still skeptical about uh, these predictions. Uh, I'm still not confident with the United side. but i think we would be fine this week uh, so let's hope for the best yes. and uh, thank you for listening to the podcast so if you guys want to follow us on our social media uh, we are under the name of flag of flag_offside on instagram so if you have any queries if you like to talk to us or if you like to even be part of the podcast please uh, dm us uh, about your suggestions and what we can improve what we can add yes. and if you are a person who supports any other club and wants to Feature as a guest in our podcast. We would love that. Uh, so you can reach us in our DM. Yes. Yeah, please reach uh, reach out to us in our DMs. And, and if you guys and uh, one more thing is, if you guys want to have a FPL league, please tell us. We'll create a FPL league like only for the flag side people. So yes. And uh, if you um, want to roast team, you can also like reach out. Yeah, guys are yeah. welcome to do so. Yeah, welcome yes. to do so. And yeah, so that's it. We'll just wrap up our first episode for today. Good. Yeah, See thank you, you for listening guys. And Bye. we'll be back next week. Chill. Peace Bye, out. Guys. Bye, guys.